0: My dear brother and sister in Christ, how are you doing today? I know the Lord is with you. He loves you so much. He died to save you and He is coming for you. May the peace of God be upon you. May His divine presence be with you and your family. My topic is Remember Lord's wife. Remember Lord's wife. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, I thank you so much for the privilege I have to share this good news of salvation with my brothers and sisters. I pray that your voice will be heard, not mine. In your wonderful name I pray. Amen. Remember Lord's wife. In Luke chapter 17 verses 32 to 37 Jesus gives a summary of events that have happened in the past and what is yet to happen. Luke chapter 17, verses 32 to 37. Remember Lot's wife. Whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. Let me go back to verse Twenty-six, And as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. And the flood came and destroyed them all. The day they were saved and the day those who didn't believe were destroyed happened the same day. That is why I don't want you to believe in the doctrine of the secret rapture, because it is inconsistent with the Bible. But the same day that the Lord went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Did you hear that? Don't let anybody fool you with secret rapture. That will be a period when people will be raptured and disappear, and then seven years of whatever don't believe such a lie. And then he continues In that day, he who shall be upon the housetop and his stuff in the house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not return back. Then he concludes Remember, Lord's wife. Only three words. Christ was talking to people about the events of the last days. He told them, but the social changes that will take place just before the end of the world. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the Son of Man. They drank, they had pleasure, like Belshazzar. That same night Belshazzar lost his life. Today's world is one of pleasure. Partying has become the order of the day. Even among so-called believers, we are doing all kinds of things Going deep into the night when people should be sleeping to dream of God. Funerals are no more mourning but for pleasure. Eating and drinking and dancing, followed by immorality, Babylonianism. In our social world today, men and women, boys and girls, are interested in pleasure. Partying until late in the night, followed by immorality. In Noah's day, all were lost, not because they did not hear or see the ark of safety, but because they had no time. And took God's warning for granted, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. Who spoke these words? Jesus. Jesus introduced another similar event in verse 28. He says, likewise also as it was in the days of Lot. They did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, and they built it. But the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. The same day, even so, shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Whatever happened during that time is going to be repeated. This time it will be Jesus coming. They ate, they drank, they did business. Our day is similar to Lot's day. We are busy about pleasure and money making. Remember Lot's wife. What is the meaning of these three words? Who was Lot's wife? She was the wife of Lot, the nephew of Abraham. She was behind the idea of Lot moving from the plains near to Abraham to the twin cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Her intention was to give her children opportunities for better education, her intention was to do business. She had a Broadway mind. She was a worldly woman. She had no time for God. All her daughters were married to unbelievers. She had a strong willpower over Lot. And whatever she said, Lot had to obey. Genesis chapter 19 will capture the story. Genesis 19, let's see what happened to Mrs. Lot. And Jesus is cautioning us, remember Lot's wife. I'm reading from verse 12. And the man said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides son-in-law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city? Bring them out of this place, for we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxing great before the face of the Lord. And the Lord has sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy the city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his son's in-law. And when the morning arose, then an angel hissed in the Lord, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the man laid hold upon his hand, And upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him out, and set him without the city. And it came to pass when they had brought them out, uh, abroad. And he said, Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in all the plain. Escape to the mountain, otherwise you will be consumed. There's a summary of the story. It was about 7 p.m. in the evening when Lot entered his home with the three visitors, I mean the two visitors. She was in the house. She, Mrs. Lot, was in the house when the visitors came. As custom demanded, she served them with food and water. She heard them tell their story and their mission for the visit. She saw the young men of the city trying to break the door to enter. She saw the miracle of the sudden change of the two visitors into heavenly beings. She saw the miracle of all the men who were trying to break through become blinded, like Jesus blinded Saul when he was persecuting the Christians. She heard a warning about the destruction. She was taken out of the city with her husband. She heard a warning from the angels. Don't stop. Don't look back. What happened to her then? That night was her last night. That was her last chance. But she rebelled against God. That was willful disobedience. She felt that she had been severely dealt with. Instead of thankfully accepting deliverance, she presumptuously looked back. Her son showed her to be unworthy of life. There are many of us who are doing the same thing. We are hearing the warnings of God. We are hearing the truth of God. But we are taking God for granted. Remember, Lot's wife. Let me describe it. One Bible writer, Ellen G. White, this is how she describes it. The sun was risen upon the earth when Lot entered into Zohar. The place of safety, the bright rays of the morning seemed to speak only prosperity and peace to the cities. There was no sign of any harm, any danger at all. The stir of active light began in the streets of Sodom. Men were going their various ways, intent on the business or the pleasures of the day. The sons-in-law of Lot were making merry at the fears and the warnings of the weak-minded father-in-law Oh our father in law is so weak minded i don 't know why he 's believing these fables from these two visitors, and there are many of us who are behaving like these sons in laws We are more interested in pleasure, we are more interested in the things of the world. we are more interested in the Broadway life, not the straight life Jesus is suggesting to us suddenly and unexpectedly. There was thundering in a bright daylight, peeling from an unclouded sky, and the tempest broke. There was complete silence in the city. People began to hide in shops. The streets seemed to be virtually empty. Suddenly, it began to rain, but not fire. I mean water. It was fire. It began to rain surrounding the whole city. The city was surrounded by... But with fire the ground erupted like volcano liquid fire was gassing out like water there was great panic and terror people were running the smoke of the conflagration went up like the smoke of a great furnace one could see nothing but smoke the twin cities were turned into rubbles of ashes even stones and rocks for decoration were burnt to ashes. All the iron gates were melted to nothingness. Over a million plus people perished that fateful night. Archaeologists have come to the conclusion that the Dead Sea is where the twin cities used to stand. Those flames that consumed the cities lived their warning lights. Even to our time. There is cause for alarm in the condition of the religious world today. God's mercy has been trifled with. Multitudes are making void the commandments of God, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Infidelity prevails, that is, robed in the garb of Christianity, while undermining faith in the word of God as a revelation from God. Fervent devotion. And vital piety have given place to hollow formalism the Lord is saying remember Lord's wife because whatever is going on one day we are going to stand before God and give account Jesus is coming again and the same thing that happened to Lot's wife might happen to us because on the day when Jesus shall appear some people will run and fall and chew their tongues it will be too late before the destruction of the first world, the voice of warning was heard from Noah. Enter the ark and be saved. People refused. Before the destruction of Sodom, the warning voice was heard. Escape for your life. Look not behind you. Escape to the mountains. Mrs. Lord took it for granted. Before the destruction of Jerusalem in 70 AD, the voice of warning was heard. In Matthew chapter 24, Jesus gave this warning. Let me read to your hearing. Matthew 24, verses 15 to 20. "When ye therefore shall see the abomination of the solution, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place, whoso readeth, let him understand." He's talking about Daniel predicting that the Romans will invade Jerusalem. He says, when you see the Romans entering Jerusalem, it's a sign, run away for your life. Then let him which is in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the housetop not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that our child, and to them that give suck in those days. And it happened in 70 AD. Titus came to Jerusalem. He surrendered the city. He never fought them. He surrendered the city. When they had finished eating all the food in the city, they went into starvation. And then the Roman soldiers entered into Jerusalem and massacred the Pharisees and the Sadducees who crucified Jesus Christ. Blood was flowing through the streets of Jerusalem like a river. Jesus gave them warning. He said, but pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Oh, what a text. So Jesus was even predicting that in 70 AD, I expect you to keep the Sabbath. So pray that the Romans don't come on the Sabbath day. Neither do they come in winter to be too cold to run. And on the Sabbath, I expect you to be in church. What a prediction in defense of the Sabbath. People refuse and turned down the offer. According to Josephus, people died in their hundreds. People died in their hundreds and in their thousands. Jerusalem was totally destroyed. There was a coming out, but there were very few. A decided suppression from the wicked and the world. As it was in the days of Noah, as it was in the days of Lot, as it was in the days of the disciples, so is it going to be in our day. The voice of warning is not being heard flee Babylon run away for your life let me read it to your hearing God is calling you and me run for your life Jeremiah chapter 51 Jeremiah 51 verse 6 Jeremiah chapter 51 verse 6 flee out of the midst of Babylon and deliver every man his soul be not cut off in her iniquity for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance he will render unto her a recompense flee run away Revelation chapter 18 is trying to expound uh, what Jeremiah said. Revelation 18, verses 1 to 5. Listen to this caution from the Lord. And after this, since I saw another angel, an angel is a messenger. It could be a preacher standing here talking to you. Come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is falling, is falling. And it's become the habitation of devils and the hold of every foul spirit and the cage of unclean and hateful birds. Babylon is fallen, confused. They have become demonic, playing tricks in the name of Jesus. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. And the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Oh, God loves you. He calls you my people. Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached unto heaven like Sodom and Gomorrah. And God has remembered her iniquities. Jesus is coming to punish this world. Babylon is falling. You remember the story in Daniel chapter 5 how Belshazzar fell. Babylon is falling. Falsehood mixed with truth is falling. Worldliness is soon to come to an end. We should beware of treating God's gracious provisions for our salvation lightly. Jesus is coming again. God is warning, escape, flee Babylon. Come out of Babylon. Revelation chapter 14. Remember Lord's wife. And I saw another angel. I'm reading from verse 6 down to 14. And I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come. And worship him that made heaven and the earth and the sea and the fountains of warning. We call it the first angel's message. God says, Worship me. Worship the creator, not the creature. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is falling, is falling, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. This takes you back to Daniel chapter 5, how Babylon fell. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead, or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of the torment ascended up forever and ever, and they will have no rest day nor night. Who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. If I were you, I will find out who is this beast. The Antichrist. An Antichrist is not somebody who hates God. It is somebody who is taking the prerogatives of God. Who is claiming to be God and worshipped. And is worshipped. Changing the commandments of God. Doing things the way God would do it. And claiming that he is God. Verse 12 says, here is the patience of the saints. The few who will listen. To the question here is the patience of the saints. here are they that keep the commandments of god and the faith of jesus how i wish you could be counted among the few verse 13 and i heard a voice from heaven saying unto me right blessed are the dead which die in the lord from henceforth Yea, saith the spirit that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them then what happens verse 14 and I looked, and behold, a white cloud. And upon a cloud, one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. That is the second coming of Jesus. Do you believe this warning? Remember Lord's wife. You have heard, you have seen, you have read. Remember Lord's wife. This is a warning to all of us. Remember Lord's wife. Stay away from sin. Stay away from bad friends who might lure you into sin. Parents, give your children the warning voice. Show by your own example that you want to obey God. And follow, thus saith the Lord. I, by the authority of the word of God, do question you. Fear God, Jesus is coming again. Remember Lord's wife. We are living in the period of God's judgment. Fear God, stand out of the maddened crowd. He is coming. The stone will will soon be cast by that invisible hand. A stone is coming. Daniel chapter 2, verse 44. I have reserved Daniel for you. In a few months, we'll be talking about Daniel. Daniel 2 44. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. He is coming. Jesus is coming again. We are living in the last days. Christ has paid an infinite price for our salvation. And it is seen as an insult if we should give excuses to the cautions of God. The very fact that others are ignoring the, the just claims of God should arouse us greater diligence. That we may honor God ourselves and lead all whom we can influence to accept his love. Papa, appeal to your children. Mama, appeal to your children. Let your children know that Jesus is coming again. Judgment is coming. Flee for your life. Many are still making the same mistakes Mrs. Lord made. The heritage God has promised us is not in this world. Remember Lord's wife. She had the opportunity to be saved, but she turned it down. What is your response? Are you turning down God's offer? Have you decided to follow Jesus through baptism? I am appealing to you, in the name of Jesus, prepare to meet your God. He is coming. The Lord, our beloved Savior, is coming soon. And his advice is, remember Lord's wife. Oh, my Father, help us to remember. Help us never to forget that what happened to that woman can happen to us. Help us to take precautions, to be careful and to obey and listen to the cautions you are giving us. Help us to prepare to see you, to face you. Because if we have you, we have nothing to fear in the day of judgment. Prepare all my listeners. Grant that even though I am not seeing their faces, when you shall come in the clouds of heaven... I'll be privileged to see them, and we shall see you face to face. Keep us faithful until we shall meet again. It's my prayer, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't be like Lord's wife. Disobedience to the express will of God is not good for you. So be willing to be obedient to God, and it will turn out to be a blessing for you all the days of your life. We have DVDs, and we have audio CDs, We have prepared these so that you can get them to remind you of the messages that we've been sharing with you. So make your request for them and we will let you have them. We also will welcome you making some donations from time to time to help keep this program on the air. Whatever you bring according to your strength, the Lord will welcome welcome it and He will bless you. We pray that you will keep on finding time to listen to us. Next week, we're coming with another topic for you. Thank you for watching today's episode of Encounter with Truth with God's 7 Pastor Dr. Andrews Lawrence-Ew, an international Jesus evangelist. For inquiries, prayer or counselling, call any of the following numbers on your screen. And remember, your generous financial support is always welcome. Please call us. May God richly bless you. Jesus is coming again